Okay, welcome everyone. Good morning, good evening, good noon, <laughs> depending on where you're at. Um, I wanted to first welcome you and remind you, as always, to write down all your ahas and then turn those ahas into action steps. So whatever um, gives you the divine tingles in terms of whatever resonates with you. And especially if you feel it in your body, that's an aha, that's an insight, a golden nugget to walk away with. However, if we don't turn that into an action step, it doesn't change anything in your business and your life, maybe later on, but also with an action taken. So I strongly advise you to um, take notes on everything that resonates with you and then see what you can do with that. And then at the end of the call, I'm going to remind you to write that in the Facebook um, forum when I tag you in the post. We're gonna take pictures as always. I'm gonna take some screenshots of us in our beautiful faces, <laughs> even if it's super early and um, for some of us. And then you're gonna go there and you know, write down your ahas and your action steps. And it's a great way for you to um, root that, um, that action step and that aha so that it's easier to manifest, it's easier to take action, okay? I always say, I kind of twist around that saying where it says set, set yourself up for success, will set yourself up for action and for movement. So whatever is going to help you move forward in the direction of your goals, then that's what you got to do. So it's important to keep on moving. All right. That being said, I want to hear how you're doing um, and also introduce the topic of today's um, life coaching office hours, which is productivity. Um, and because for the past couple of weeks, actually, not just the past two calls with Carmen, um, you have been working on the challenge that she proposed, enrolling four to six associates in six weeks, right? Yeah, okay. So um, I want to see how you're doing with that, whoever hopped on that challenge. I think it's super important that you do have a challenge even as, especially as alumni, um, you know, as Soulcraft grads, because that helps you keep moving. Like we said before, it helps you keep moving. It helps you um, kind of get back to that momentum because when we sign, sign up uh, and we register in a course and, you know, we're starting with like brand new information and the first couple of modules are all about, you know, mindset and manifesting and all those things we start gaining momentum and we have so many insights all together and we get the divine tingles daily. And, you know, that's a whole state of uh, emotional state and state of mind. So then it's good to like quarterly, at least, um, hop on a challenge like that. We talked about power hours in our calls and also a challenge like that, like every three months, like I said, quarterly, um, is a good idea, something that motivates you, something that helps you implement the things that you learn. So um, who's 
who hopped on that challenge? Annette, Claudia, Daphne, Carol, awesome. Okay, um, do you ladies wanna share something about that? Because I think it's a good starting point for this call because in order to really hop on that, dive into the dynamics of a challenge like that, you really need to work on who you need to be in order to nail those goals. And that's mainly what we cover in these calls. Who do you need to be in order to reach the goal that um, you're working on? This could be in, in any area of life, right? This is a specific goal related to your network marketing business. And also if you've noticed as you were, you know, uh, on your way to reaching your goals through the challenge, if the typical resistance, um, you know, creeped in and showed up for you so wonderfully and elegantly as <laughs> it usually does, um, what that resistance is, if you did anything to help yourself, you know, get out of um, stagnant mode. So anybody want to share how it's going? I'll share. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, for me, um, once I make a commitment, I, I do play full out. And, but I've, I've got to say however in there, right? Because <laughs> there, there is a however. So I, uh, I've enrolled one person and my diary is full of Zoom calls, meeting with people. So, and everything went really along well. Uh, Daphne will tell you a little bit later because I'm doing a lot of three-way uh, three calls with her. So she's really on fire. So, you know, there's a lot of work involved, as you probably all know. And but this morning I was about to sign up my second lady, a young mum who's got a diploma in uh, what did they call it? a beauty beautician? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what she a is. Beautician, a beautician. Yeah. Lovely young mum, but she's got a three-month-old baby. She texted me this morning to say, uh, can we just please postpone it indefinitely? She said, because my baby is crying and crying and crying. So that sort of put you down a bit. So this is my however. And I thought, you know what? I would have a work from home anywhere. You like work from anywhere mm -hmm. this evening. And I cancelled it. I didn't have it. So that was a, because I've done so many Zoom calls that I thought I couldn't possibly do another one feeling there. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's really what, so that was my however. I didn't do it yet. Okay. Okay. Um, so what I'm hearing is that with that one um, mother who is about to sign up and then she asked you to postpone that had an impact on you that kind of stopped you in your tracks. Yes. She, this particular one, she really did such an, and again, I, I'm the one who committed to not falling in love with potential. Right. Mm -hmm. And I did before she even signed up. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, when, when was that? Were you able to, after that, um, engage in other calls or invitations or presentations? Yes, I did. Yeah. So okay. I had another appointment this morning after that. Yeah. Okay. How did that go? 
went really well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'll get a preferred customer out of that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically, it didn't really stop you in your tracks completely. No, it didn't. No. Oh, right. no, it would never stop me. But however, <laughs> I, I love didn't you. do. <laughs> oh, no, dear. <laughs> that would never stop me. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a couple things to notice there. Um, you didn't fall off the wagon so to speak, right? Um, When we fall off the wagon, then that means that we can't get back on track with our path, whatever that may be, whether it's, um, I don't know, like a diet plan or um, a goal that we have for our business. It's like something happened along the way that triggered all of our resistance, limiting beliefs, everything, all things limiting, let's say. and we got stuck, meaning that we weren't able to get back on track on that path. We weren't able to continue taking action, but you did continue taking action. So it was a partial stop, um, I would say. And I let the team down, really. You let the team down? I didn't, I didn't do the Zoom call that we would normally schedule for a Thursday. True. Oh, that was a team call that you canceled. Okay. But I didn't, yeah. Okay. All right. So looking back, what would you do differently now that you're in a different state of mind? Oh, now that I feel a lot better. Right. <laughs> I probably would have gone ahead, but I, yeah, I wasn't feeling sorry for myself. I just thought, I'm over all these Zoom goals and I'm just trying to be, trying to tell you the way I felt. I thought I mm-hmm. couldn't face another Zoom call. You know, yeah. anyway, that's what it was right. all about. So yeah. what happened, what would have happened? We're just, got, we're just playing, right? We're imagining here. So what would have happened if you uh, would have hopped on that team call anyways? feeling upset and not wanting to deal with another Zoom call, but you just did it anyways. What do you think would have happened? Um, If that would have been guessed, I think I would have, uh, how can I say it? I think I would have transferred that flat energy across and I like to be bubbly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I don't, yeah, I have the saying, I don't want to waste any bullets, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So in, in your own training with people who have motivated you in the business or in your life, when they open up and are uh, honest, how does that impact you when they show themselves vulnerable and honest with what's happening um you have to qualify that a little bit what do you mean okay so you know when let's take an example in social media social media is huge with people who we admire and influencers and all those things and you know um they share a lot people who have a lot of followers influencers and and you know, like business owners who have a lot of followers. Um, I follow Marie Marie Forleo and um, Amy Porterfield and et cetera, et cetera, right? So 
they share a lot of their journey. And the most vulnerable shares are usually the ones that people connect with the most. They get the most likes, they get the most engagement, most comments, and most um, connection, human connection, because of the quality of the comments. People open up as well. It's like, I'm so glad you shared that part of your story because I'm going through that. You know, so if you went through that and you got through it and I'm going through that, maybe I can go through it too. I can get over it. I can, you know, get on the other side of that and whatever. In your case, it would be, and I can get on the other side and tomorrow I can just make that call and get over my funk. Right. (laughs) So, um, my point here is that sometimes when we are in a funk because, you know, we didn't get the result that we, we wanted in a call. Um, and you're like, that's it. You know, I'm done with zoom calls and that's completely valid. You know, it's completely valid. I wouldn't say to sweep that under the rug, but sometimes it's really, um, useful and inspiring to be vulnerable with your team and share that because you know you're badass Annette (laughs) that didn't stop you we all know that you're very determined with your goals and I'm sure your team admires you and sees that it's impossible not to see that right so if you hop on a call and say you know what Today, I'm going to be vulnerable with you and just tell you that I'm kind of in a funk. I almost didn't hop on this call. I didn't do well with this, uh, with this client. And that happens sometimes. And I know I'm not going to stop myself. And tomorrow I'm going to get on that call in the morning with that, this other potential, you know, client. I just wanted to share that with you because, you know, I'm a human too. And I'm sure that would have a positive impact in your team as well. That's what I mean. I'm sure that would help them open up and connect with you, you know, and it would probably make them feel, um, what's, um, validated to share when they're going through a struggle so that you can better help them. Does that make sense? It does. I didn't even think of that way. So thank you for yeah, on the flip side, I didn't, I just thought enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I felt more as not as part of the team. I felt more for the guest. If there was guests on, guests on mm-hmm. I would have, I would have looked flunky. That's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. having the right energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I completely understand. We want to, we want to be on point when, when there are other people watching and that's completely valid. Um, but what I'm saying is we can also, yeah, we can also help our team gain momentum, um, by not being perfect. You know, we don't necessarily have to hide that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because none of us are perfect and I'm far from perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm. Thank you for sharing. I think Barb, you had your hand up for a while. Sorry. (laughs) I was actually giving a thumbs up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. I thought that was really, really a great response. Um, I I have to just say one thing. As you were saying that, Annette, I mean, I think we all can relate. Um, 
but I try to think of Dr. Dwayne Dyer when he's okay. he has his talk about trying not to be attached to the outcome. Mm -hmm. like, try not to be emotionally attached to really any outcome and just try to let things be. And I know that sounds so easy, but when you hear him tell it in his lecture, it really, it comes across, um, it, it was really impactful to me, I guess I can say. And that's something I heard just the other two days ago. And it sat with me really, I guess it's just been something I've been focusing on and it's working. So a little bit of advice, if you want to look up his lecture on. I'm yeah, gonna, I will. Yeah, yeah. or I can you. maybe say something. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jacqueline here says, love this because you're inspiring me, Annette. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't always be perfect, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, anybody else who's uh, giving the challenge a shot want to share? Yeah. <laughs> Renate? I, I... Oh, no, no, Claudia. Sorry. Go ahead. I, you're next, uh... Renate. <laughs> I uh, jumped on, on the challenge first of uh, September just to find out then that, um, I mean, the intention is to have um, scheduled good invites um, and meetings for the, for the week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I am confronted with a lot of other things, but that, no, no, but there are some of them as well, but then a lot of other things where I have had the feeling my attention was drawn to also important stuff. I mean, things which are in my vision path, yeah. mm -hmm. but um, there are, and, and they are preparing other things to go along, but that might put the focus a bit away of, of, the, of the actual, the challenge from um, Soulcraft um, in other challenges too, that's <laughs> okay. So it, it felt a bit like, oh, then we had the moon coming up, which I, I subscribed to moon work. And it was the first of the month, which kicks off some other things. So it was like, blah, blah, blah. and then <laughs> I had on, on uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday, uh, Friday, after, what was Friday? Ah, yeah, correct. We had the last um, office hour on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then Carmen wants immediately feedback. But that was for me in the middle of the night. It was sleep first, and I had a self-care day. And, and the Saturday I went to the hairdresser for the whole day was planned. And then it was Sunday <laughs> and it was like two days away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I had to, okay. Okay. So I, I had the feeling I first get your things in order. <laughs> yeah. Um, where are you? Do the VAP, um, finish off the VAP, plan for the new things, make your uh, stuff of the stuff. And slowly I'm getting into the normal waters again. But that mm -hmm. means like first, what, what is today? Nine. Mm -hmm. September, 9 September, I had like some meetings, um, but yeah, far, far from what I would wish. So I said, okay, deep breathing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I managed, um, I, I, I kind of did work on a, we have a reset um, program coming up with quite some documentation to do. I managed all this documentation in three languages. I mean, it's not that I didn't do nothing, but um, it was kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no invites. So I was okay. proud of myself in one way. Yet, so it, it's this kind of, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. Feeling. Yeah. So with, with all of this, um, what do you feel got in the way of you 
you know, reaching your, your goals? Um, in, in the way, I mean, it's juggling all the important things. Mm -hmm. in, in a, for me, it's setting priorities. I mean, I obviously gave priorities to other things than the, the challenge of Carmen. Yeah? Yeah. But for me, that was also a feeling of, okay, <laughs> because I'm, I'm with, sitting with my busy feeling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That gets in my way. The uh, if, yeah. If I um, want to um, grow, I grow into an area where it is so busy that I don't like it anymore. So this, and I exactly got that. I got mm -hmm. the busy feeling. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. for me, when I look back to it, I think, okay, universe that sent you a feeling of that and has given you the chance again to sort it out. <laughs> yes. Type of thing. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Um, Absolutely. That's a great way to look at it. Um, I relate to that 100%. The busy feeling is a kind of resistance. Um, and, and how does that work? Because um, unless it happens to you, it's hard to understand because it's kind of a contradiction um, because we usually um, associate resistance and procrastination to resistance. Procrastination in the sense of um, not moving, not being in action, not taking action. But really um, the resistance of keeping busy, you know, like just doing a lot of things and saying, I can't get to that one thing that I proposed myself because I'm super busy. Um, that's a form of resistance. And we usually avoid that one thing that we feel is challenging or the couple of things that we feel are challenging. You know, if, if we're like in the middle of so many um, challenges and goals that are important to us, we usually avoid that by going First of all, that's not what we're, we're avoiding. I just want to make clear what we're avoiding is the discomfort that comes with that thing that is challenging us. So it's the feeling that we avoid, not the goal, not the challenge, but how that makes us feel. Because some people, very few <laughs> that I know, <laughs> don't feel uncomfortable with something that's really challenging you know, and they're like, oh, let's do it, you know, and they just move forward. Now, a, a lot of people do. So um, it's the discomfort that we walk away from. And we usually turn to things that we're able to do and hop on without resistance, like the automated stuff, the things that we cross off the to-do list, that we know how to do fast and easy, like even if it's like doing the dishes, you know, it's not fun, but we know how to do it like that. <laughs> you know, it's not really a challenge. So those types of things, you know, like running errands and paying bills and, you know, just like, uh, I don't know, if, if it's not challenging for you <clears throat> to put together a team meeting, then team meeting or whatever it is, that's what we're going to do. And the reason being is because we want to feel good. And we know that by crossing things off, we're going to feel better. 
versus the discomfort uh, that comes with whatever's challenging us. So we, we need to get rid of the discomfort, the uncomfortable feeling, and, you know, get in touch with something that makes us feel good fast, that, that fast rewarding feeling. Um, it could be social media because it's designed that way. You know, we we're like, okay, uh, oh, look at this. Oh, this is really important to know. Dogs do backflips, you know, whatever it is <laughs> that catches our attention. <laughs> um, <clears throat> or, you know, like posting something <clears throat> and then seeing all the likes that you get from that. That those are like the immediate rewards. All of those are super helpful to not feeling uh, the discomfort. And those are the things that we turn to um, in order to procrastinate on the challenging thing that would really, really make us feel amazing if we nail. Does that make sense? So it's a little bit, it's a paradox. Um, and it's one of those things that that's why you know, in this course, we say, eat your frog before noon. And the way that you should fill out and complete your WAP is so that you eat your frog before noon so that it's planned first thing, because then you gain momentum the whole day when you do that thing, when you dive into the thing that's most difficult for you. And you walk out of that feeling so empowered so motivated that you just want to keep on going. Claudia, do you resonate with what I just shared? Yeah, so the interesting thing for me that is I, I did, what I did do was such a thing. It was just because uh, maybe not, I have more of these challenging things which put me forward. So right. my, my thinking was when I, when I, I get, I want to be an example for the others because I'm kind of leading this initiative. Yeah. I want to be ready with what I told the others to be ready. I mean, they have their things and, and they didn't um, perform. So I say, I cannot complain them not before performing if I didn't perform. Mm -hmm. And then I put that in my agenda and did it. I got it done. So mm -hmm. that for me was a training in if it's scheduled, it gets done. It gets done. Um, thing which then now I, I see as well as, okay, for me, I, I know how to do it. So now you take the challenge, I mean, the, the Soulcraft challenge next type mm -hmm. of thing. For, for, for whatever reason, obviously, I, that's how I see it. I needed enough confirmation that I'm able to do this kind of things. Mm -hmm. yeah? I mean, not the content wise, but the process wise. Mm -hmm. yeah? And then the next thing is that I, I focus higher priority on, on the challenge, which anyhow is something I want to do. So hello, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Um, for, for me, that includes as well, be, be, um, and, and that is why I did yesterday evening um, a goal setting workshop by Tony yeah. Robbins with somebody mm -hmm. else to get clear on my goals again. And, and also not only write them down but also get inside me to get a feeling for my goals to get yes. the motivation out and get forward yes and that then yeah makes it easier to focus in this yes and absolutely tony robbins is really good at 
helping us figure out what the purpose behind the goal is, Mm -hmm. um, what, why it's important, basically what's going to change once we reach that goal. So thank you for bringing that up for those of you, um, joining the challenge and those of you who aren't, you can still focus this around any of your goals. Um, think what will change once I reach my goal from the challenge, once I enroll those four, six associates, what will change? And with those things that change, how will that make me feel? Once that already happens, let's say it already did happen, I have six new associates. How will my day-to-day change? My team meetings, um, my weekly plans, my WAP, my conversations, my income, and then what that income is going to, which doors are going to open because of that income. And what am I going to do with those doors that open? How am I going to feel? And really tap into the feeling, you know, the motivation, the impact, how proud you're going to feel. That is the purpose behind the goal that you set. So it's important to really connect with that because, and this is why Tony Robbins and most coaches really, really insist. It's because that's the drive to get you to that goal. Otherwise it's like a car without fuel. You know, you have the car, you have everything you need to get to where you need to get. And maybe you're running a little low. You can pit stop a couple of times to, you know, you know, for gas. But if you, if you're only going to put a little bit of gas each time and you keep on stopping and whatever, it's just, um, you lose momentum really fast. So if you really, really connect with that purpose, you don't need to push yourself to move forward as so much. You don't depend on, on willpower 100%. It's the inspiration that moves you forward. That, that is what I like so much for soul craft because that in addition, you also connect to your passion. So yes. to, to your passion and, and then out of that, and that is a total out of energy. Yes. Yes, absolutely. From the start already brings you in another state. And then another Tony Robbins thing, state management. What? State management. Yes. Get you into, in, I mean, that's before meetings, before anything, make sure that yes. you are in the state you want to be. <clears throat> yeah. And, yeah. And that is amazing. Once you know it, it's really like a, a switch on. Bing. <laughs> I'm not feeling good and then I'm there Whoop, okay yeah you look so good oh, okay thank you <laughs> I didn't feel good like two minutes before but it, it, it seems like to work huh? but yeah and regularly looking to your things with the purpose so that's uh, what are your goals or areas of improvements that's how Tony Robbins also calls them 
and the purpose. Why do you want to reach that and connect to it? And, mm -hmm. and that motivates as well. And I, I was guilty in not doing that, obviously, regularly enough because I lost connection mm -hmm. and I, I needed to have that back in order. For yeah. Me. Yeah. No. Good. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you, you for sharing that a lot of insights there um purpose and yeah the also tony robbins is a big um fan of peak state of you know like really working on your state and and really getting up there um and something that he also works on but maybe not so much in his events is how to um I guess you'd call it discharge the, um, well, the negative charge, not to be redundant, but the negative charge of, you know, states that aren't, you know, the high peak states. So with Annette's uh, example, when, you know, she just didn't feel like hopping onto another Zoom call and she was just done for it for the day, um, discharge would be to allow herself to feel that way to really tap into that feeling that's kind of uncomfortable and just let it um discharge let it drain a little bit you know and by discharge it could be you know just like shaking your body a little bit maybe tears sometimes that's totally fine yawning um the easiest is to shake your body you know to because that helps your body, your muscles kind of, um, loosen up a little bit. And when we loosen up, we're usually in a contracted state when we don't feel well, you know, and when we're done with it, we're in a contracted state and our muscles contract as well. So if you, if we move and shake our body a little bit and they start loosening up, they start loosening up and don't be surprised if you start kind of like, you know, releasing tension in the form of like tears or, even if you start laughing or if you want to scream or whatever it is, if you allow yourself to do that, that's all meant to like discharge that tension, that contracted tension so that something else can show up like, and then working on a peak state. So those are all super helpful, especially before a call, especially before a team meeting or something like that, where, yeah. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, when, when you feel like you got to motivate everybody. All right. Um, thank you, Barb. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you know, sorry, when you're talking about movement, I think that is awesome too. Like doing exercise just to kind of shake everything out and clear your head. That totally helps. And one other really, really simple thing is just having gratitude, just to remember all the things that we have, like we have our health, we have this opportunity, like there's so, you know, and I just remind myself of people in Afghanistan right now. And I think, okay, yeah. my life is not that bad. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, just something super simple. Mm -hmm. So I just thought I'd share. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. The power of gratitude is, has been studied all over, you know, um, the effects of gratitude because it, it definitely changes us at a cellular level. And the more we're able to tap into that, the, the more we um, expand in, in a literal way, biologically, you know, when I just um, 
explain the state of contraction that we're usually in when, you know, we don't feel well, when we are activated, our nervous system is activated, um, we usually contract, right? Because that's a natural way for us to be, you know, just on the lookout for something that's not the best for us. Um, so like, uh, I have to hop on this call and the result might not be good. So you're in like this contracted state, right? Um, the opposite of that is expansion. So when we contract, this is what happens to our muscles. When we expand, this is what happens. And when we tap into the physical sensations, it really does feel like expansion because we usually feel like these little waves. They're very subtle, but powerful <laughs> waves of, you know, we feel our muscles loosening up. And sometimes, you know, when you do a lot of exercise that we feel like this and be uh, tingly feeling in our, in our body and our muscles, um, kind of like a vibration. Well, sometimes we, we feel that after being in a contracted state and when, you know, we discharge a little bit of that energy and we start loosening up, that's, that's the same feeling or very similar at least. So, um, gratitude, tapping into gratitude has similar effects. It's like, this is expansive energy. Um, so also very helpful and the way that we can connect this to productivity, what we've been talking about so far is because, um, well, we really need to work on resistance in order to be productive because what gets in the way is resistance, what gets in the way of being productive and by productive here, I'm meaning, you know, just really reaching your goals and the tasks that get you to reaching your goals. So let's say that we set the goal, okay, and get four associates, right? In order to be productive, first, we got to know how to plan that because it could be like this huge overwhelming thing, like four associates, oh my God. So you got to break it down. So, okay, I have six weeks to get four associates. That means that two associates, every three weeks. That means that one associate every one and a half weeks. That means that I need to schedule so many um, presentations. I think that Carmen said like 16 presentations or something like that. And do the first three weeks, do the, the majority of the calls. Yeah. Yes. At the front yeah. end. Yeah. Right. The first three weeks you do the majority of the calls. Um, I think that it's every four people that you invite one, you know, is, is a potential associate. Was that the math Annette that she did? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah in the beginning, it's about one, one in out of eight. One out of when eight. When you first start one to 10, but one out of eight. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's how you break it down, right? When you're planning for that big, you know, overwhelming goal that could be, um, when you break it down, it's like, okay, so I need to schedule so many presentations for that. I need to start inviting now. So then you really break that down into weeks. So let's say that for the first week, you need to get in like 24 uh, invitations or something like that um, and schedule like two, three presentations. Um, and you got to be productive in order to do all that. 
So here being productive means really making all those calls or sending all those messages and planning for the presentation, getting that all in place, your Zoom, or if you're doing it, you know, like face-to-face, the venue, that is being productive. Now, what can happen? You could be like, I got so many things to do, like doing the dishes and taking my kid to this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I can do this tomorrow and then I'll really nail it because I can just grab my phone and do 50 things instead of 10. (laughs) Um, And then, and then I'll just focus only on that. So today I'll just like do everything else. I'll get it all out of the way, run my errands, blah, blah, blah. So everything's clear for tomorrow. That's our resistance. And that's our resistance saying that is so uncomfortable that I'm going to do the thing that doesn't challenge me. So I feel better. Right. So um, that gets in the way of being productive. So who do I need to be in order to be productive? That can vary from one person to the other. It could be different for all of us here on this call. Um, For me, who I need to be in order to be productive is that person who is hyper-focused on the big task. That person who is hyper-focused and determined on the big challenge for that day and eating that frog before noon. For me, it's eating the frog before 10 a.m. <laughs> I really need to do it as, as soon or like 9 a.m. or something like that. I really need to do it as soon as I wake up. Otherwise, I'm at high risk of procrastinating. You know, if I do it after lunch, I know that my state starts kind of like trickling down really, really, really fast. (laughs) My metabolism's like, ah, we need a nap. So I have to do it first thing in the morning for me. So I need to be that hyper-focused person that has their um, mate. This is mate energizes me um, because I quit coffee. And um, who looks at their planner and be like, okay, I need to do this. Connects with the purpose, right? I, I have to, and I usually write the purpose down next to the task that gets me to the end goal. So that it's really, so that I can tap into it right away. So remember why this is important. Remember why you're choosing to do this. Nobody's forcing you. This is your life. You're choosing it because this is what you want for your life, right? Nobody is holding a gun to my head saying, you know, if you don't get this associate, everything's over. I am choosing it. I'm an adult who's choosing it for my life. Okay. So I am choosing it. And this is what's going to, these are the doors that are going to open for me. I'm going to do it now. Just like, forget it. I'm going to do it now. And I put my empowering music, whatever it is. And and I do it. (laughs) So that's who I need to be for me. For other people, it has different characteristics. It has different colors. So I challenge you right now to think of who you need to be in order to work through your resistance or even beat your resistance. I like to have something ready for myself to work through my resistance instead of, you know, um, 
what's it called? Instead of um, playing like it's never, like I'm always going to beat my resistance. So really integrating that resistance will show up. And when it does, what can you do? So who do you need to be in order to beat resistance? You know, to have a plan before it shows up. And when it shows up, if it does, which it will at one point, when it shows up, what do you need to have in place so that it doesn't stop you in your tracks? How can you manage your assistance? I know that when it shows up for me, just to give you an example, it doesn't have to be what I'm saying, but just for inspiration, um, when it shows up for me, sometimes I call my best friend who happens to be my coach. Um, I call her or just um, send her a voice memo to be like, I'm going into this mode. I'm sick of this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm in a funk already. Okay. This is Natasha in a funk. I'm sick of this. I don't know why I'm forcing myself to do this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I just like, I just, I, I just want to, I don't want to work on myself anymore. I need a break. You know, I need a vacation. I need this. I need that. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's funny. <laughs> Sometimes I, I don't even call her anymore. I just imagine her in my head. She's like, Oh, that's funny because like two minutes ago, you were like so energized, I'm sure, right? You woke up or last night, last night when you were planning for this moment, you were a totally different Natasha that was like, oh my God, when I do this, it's going to be so great. And I can just imagine myself in a month looking back, thanking myself for doing this. <laughs> like that's, that's so funny. Um, so how about we call that other Natasha? Where is she? You know, like, did she take a break or something? So um, I have a go-to person. If that doesn't work, I'm pretty clear on the aspects of my personality that I need to pull in. Um, I know who I am when I commit to my plan. And I know who I am when I don't. I'm okay with both of these Natasha's, but I got to be strategic and which one to pull in to do the, the work. They're both there. I'm not going to get rid of the other one. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't work that way. I wish it did, but she's, she's part of the package. <laughs> so um, that makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good. There's no shame in that. There's no shame. It's, it's only natural. We, we all have different facets. Um, is anybody clear on, on um, who they need to be? Does anybody want to share? Barb? You know, another thing from Dwayne Dyer, he must really have an impact on me. But um, being connected to source mm -hmm. or your creator I find when I really am strong in that connection, I feel so powerful. I'm like, I can be whoever I need to be. And so for me, going out in nature and getting grounded really allows me to have that great relationship. And that fuels me to go into these difficult situations. Good, good, good. Okay. 
So um, knowing what your resources are, and by resources, um, I mean the elements or, you know, the, the places, the things, the people that help you tap into that part of yourself. So, you know, um, being grounded in nature, that helps. That's one of my resources as well. Even if I don't go out in nature, sometimes just thinking about it, thinking about being there and, and just like closing my eyes and feeling that I have my feet on the grass, you know, and that the sun is hitting my face. Um, that helps me tap into that state of harmony. Yeah. And that helps me move through the discomfort and the contraction that helps loosen up the contraction and just kind of open up. Thank you. Anybody else? Jacqueline. Hi. Um, just something that I learned a while ago in my life that was good for me. Sometimes I don't use it maybe as much these days, mm -hmm. or sometimes I do. It just depends. It's another tool as I make this beautiful jar or bowl of like little things that bring me around, um, meaning like nature or meditation or movement or whatever it is. And I just reach in the jar because when I don't know what to do, it's sort of like, you kind of feel like super sticky and stuck. You just like pick something out and you actually just pause and do it. And it's nothing big. It's just like a mind shift. So yes. it's like, Oh, I'm going to go over to that beautiful jar over there. And I know there's some good stuff in there for me. I just need to do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That's a great way to um, get your mind out of the way, right? Because yeah. it's just kind of like a, like a random thing that, that you choose and you don't need to think about and decide. You just, yeah, that's awesome. you take the pressure. Yeah. You take the pressure off and there's mm -hmm. lots of great things in there. There's movement, there's, you know, just whatever, you know, that's go awesome. out, be on the grass, go outside and go, you know, I'm, I'm in, you know, it's a beautiful day. A jar, a jar of resources. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I'm going to implant. Oh my gosh. That's great. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's hard to decide what to do. Exactly. Sometimes you get yeah. caught up in that and then your resistant really like kicks in Yes. again and, and takes over, right? It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to decide what to do because <laughs> that's too much. Right. Right. Yeah. I can't decide anything right now. Perfect. Thank you. I'm walking away with stuff. <laughs> awesome. Anybody else? All right. So just to um, recap, um, the theme of the day, productivity, kind of linking that to the challenge um, to get associates and whatever goal, really, that you're, you're choosing. Um, Tap into the purpose, the what for, the importance of what you're doing. So what is going to change in your life when you do that? And how is that going to make you feel? Why is that important to uh, achieve in your life? What's the ripple effect? When you um, set that goal, remember to break it down in as many small steps as possible. 
not to make it complicated, but to really help you um, um, avoid, set yourself up for movement, right? Because, and, and really feel that in your body. How much do I need to break this down so that I don't feel overwhelmed? And then you divide that into the weeks. So in this case, it was six weeks. And then these are all the things I need to do this week in order to reach my goal in six weeks. And then comes really managing your assistance and who you need to be in order to do all those things in the week. It's gonna be different for each of us. So really tap into who you need to be and have a plan in place for your assistance. So the side of yourself, the side of Jacqueline, the side of Barb, Carol, Annette, Claudia, Renee, Renee, is it Renee or Renata? Because I don't want to butcher your name. No, no my name is a German name and it's Renate. Renate, Renate. okay. But because it's easier for so many people, you can call me Rena. Rena okay. is from Denmark. Okay. The word. It's pronounced yeah. like in Spanish. Renate. Okay, cool. Renate. Sì, Renate. Italiano. Renate. Italiano. <laughs> no, Renate is German. It's German. Yes, yes. It's a German name. It's a okay. German name. So the side of Renate, um, the side of Daphne and Helene and the side of Natasha that shows up, have a plan for her in our cases. <laughs> have a plan for her when she shows up. The side of us that goes into the funk shows up in a specific way. They don't want to, they don't want they're done with it. They don't want to deal with a discomfort. So they rather do all those other automated things that make that side of us feel good. Kind of a plan for her to chill, <laughs> to not be in the driver's seat, you know, call on the other one that is best to be in the driver's seat and really, you know, uh, eat that frog before noon. That's important to have it scheduled. If you need to write down what the plan is for when your resistance creeps in, if you need to have that as part of your WAP, please do, you know, like a little sticky note. It's like, oh, and if she shows up here, Let's have this ready, you know, like a little snack so that she chills like little kids, you know, it's like, oh, okay, we're, we're going to bring the, the painting kit, the coloring kit and a snack <laughs> mm -hmm. so we can distract her and we can really do the work that we need to do. Mm -hmm. All right. As long We've... as we don't kill it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know that it's really tempting to, to, to kill that part, but um, it doesn't work, you guys, you ladies. <laughs> it doesn't work. She's going to show up the next day and you're like, ah, oh, and then it's more frustrating. <laughs> She's not gone. Ah. Um, yeah. Well done, Natasha. That was nice. Thank you. Great. That's very Thank good. You. Thank you, Natasha. Thanks, Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you very much, Natasha. Thank you, that was fantastic. Before you leave, Thanks, before you leave. Oh, no, be... don't go. I'm gonna don't go. 